a killer. He will pay a price. It's the president's first response to an intelligence community finding that Russia tried to denigrate him in the last campaign. Mr. Biden tells ABC he warned Vladimir Putin on the phone. The conversation started off. I said, I know you and you know me. If I establish this occurred, then be prepared. The president was asked how he might retaliate. The price he's going to pay, well, you'll see shortly. Mr. Biden said he believes Putin is a killer. But he also said it's in America's interest to negotiate with Russia, as the U.S. just did for an extension of the New START nuclear treaty. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. Mr. Biden also weighed in on New York Governor Cuomo. The president tells ABC if an investigation confirms claims of sexual misconduct, Cuomo should resign. It appears California is on the way to a recall involving its governor. Even Governor Gavin Newsom expects a recall election. Reality is it's going on the ballot. Today is the final day to gather signatures. Opponents of the recall say fringe groups are behind it. Anti-vaccine QAnon extremists, violent white supremacists like the Proud Boys. But it isn't just extremists. Many business owners unhappy with Newsom's lockdown during the pandemic want him out. Angela Marsden is a restaurant owner. California deserves so much better. Newsom says he is confident. We will fight it. We'll defeat it. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. CBS is the talk is on extended hiatus after Sharon Osbourne defended British TV host Piers Morgan, who quit his show after panning Madigan Markle's claims of racism. The generation he was born into, we were all taught to be royalists. Former co-hosts have since detailed Osbourne's alleged use of racial slurs. This is CBS News. Switch to T-Mobile for business and get an amazing deal on your business plan. Stop in-store today for details. Terms and conditions apply. See T-Mobile.com for more. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Those brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 7711 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 7711. Enjoy. A stunning victory for marriage equality advocates in Japan. For the first time, a Japanese district court has ruled that prohibiting marriage for same-sex couples is unconstitutional, violating the right of equal treatment under the law. The court in Sapporo denied the six plaintiffs' demand for compensation. But the case could pave the way to legalizing same-sex unions in Japan, the only wealthy country that doesn't allow same-sex marriage. Lucy Kraft, CBS News, Tokyo. On this St. Patrick's Day, Budweiser is turning all of its beer green, pledging renewable energy credits equivalent to the estimated electricity needed to brew every beer in the country in a single day. Krispy Kreme is giving away free green donuts. The Dropkick Murphys are streaming a free live concert later today from Boston. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
Are you more than $10,000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill, staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Don't let the credit card companies bully you anymore. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt, and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. On our first date, we had masks on and kept six feet apart. Now, we're a lot closer. Just like Cliff and Deb, thousands of singles over 50 found their perfect match on Silver Singles last year. I feel like I'm 20 years old again, and I'm pretty sure she feels the same way. Rediscover the magic of dating with Silver Singles, the exclusive community for singles over 50. Sign up today and receive daily matches you won't want to miss at silversingles.com slash radio. silversingles.com slash radio. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side-by-side -side is stock full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. Do I need to tell you it's foggy out there? I tell you, I got up to uh, the top of the hill there. And um, the sun came out. Until I went a couple more hundred yards back down the hill. Hey, it's our monthly update from the Athens County Commissioner's Office. And this is WATH. Well, doing the honors today again, Chris Schmiel. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Dave. There you are. I, I wanted 
It was just a delay, and I thought, uh-oh, maybe I have something wrong here, but I don't. Anyway, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Um, yeah, you too. I'm carrying around a little bottle of um, green food color. But, um, okay. okay. I'm married I'm, to Irish, an Irish gal, so. Really? That's cool. I'll be kissing her, probably. Yeah. Kiss me on my Irish, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, there's always lots going on for the commissioner's office, and uh, you gave me a couple things to talk about, and I had some others too, but um, it's hard to not start the show without talking about COVID, right? And we've been doing uh, pretty much daily updates of all the statistics. And, in fact, I didn't even bring them in today. Um, I I probably should have. But um, in any case, um, I learned that an organization I'm a member of that has not met for a whole year, and they have monthly meetings as a rule, is meeting in April. And that's so exciting. (laughs) And um, Dick Gaskell is, um, or Dr. Gaskell, is a member of that same organization, and he's approved it and everything. So it just feels like things are starting to get better. My wife and I yeah. both had both of our shots, and uh, let's see here. Today's Wednesday, so um, anyway, um, I got one more week, and then I'm two weeks past that second. You know what I mean? And yep. uh, so anyway, um, COVID from the county commissioner's point of view, what's what's? Um, well, I guess you know it, we'd mirror what you're what you're feeling. Um, you know, it seems like we're, we've rounded the bend a little bit and, um, you know, obviously the case counts are going down, so that's great. The vaccines are, are getting out there. Um, we, you know, the emergency operations center, which, uh, I, our emergency management agency helps coordinate. Um, we do those every week on Wednesdays at 11 o'clock and, Don Gossel, the director, just mm-hmm. decided that, you know, it seems like now we're going to cancel them because everything's kind of stabilizing and we're moving in the right direction. And so, um, you know, that's, uh, I think, exciting. Um, the other thing related to COVID that's pretty exciting is the county is going to be receiving $12.7 million through this American Rescue Plan which is, you know, passed this Congress and everything and then signed into law by the president. So that's, you know, a significant amount of money that the county is going to be uh, receiving to spend in, you know, different ways. So that's an exciting also thing. Now, why did, uh, you know, forgive me for not knowing a great deal about this. Why, why did this, I'm sorry, why did the president think this was an important thing for, uh, local government. Well, so. well, I mean, you know, everybody's getting these individual stimulus checks, right? Yes. Um, the National Association of Counties, the uh, League of Cities, I think I forget the name of that organization, but, you know, th- those agencies um, that advocate for local government, you know, worked really hard to, to get this kind of um, legislation passed and uh, you know there's we had the cares relief funds 
last year, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You may, may have been familiar with those. Those were sort of um, restrictive. They went through the state. Uh, there was a short timeline for spending the money. This round in this American Rescue Plan is uh, dedicated money to the counties, dedicated money to cities, dedicated money to schools. It's not this trickle down through the state, so it's significantly different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also got a longer timeline for spending the money. So we have until 2024 to spend the money instead of like one year. Um so yeah, like at this point, I'm I'm sort of in the process of educating myself sure. through the National Association of Counties of you know how we can spend this money, what's you know what's allowable. It's very flexible. So now, it's let, a lot of money. Let, let me you ask something here. Um, properly. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Um, the county health department. Um, their typical funding. Uh, when there's not COVID, is uh, is that something that county commissioners um, provide the funding for, or is it through some other entity, or is it a combination of things? It's a combination of things. I think they get state funding. They also have a tax levy. They might even have more than one. I'm not. I can't recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the commissioners. We help them out with the building. Um, we own their building that they work out of. Um, I don't think we provide a whole lot of direct money to them okay. through our general fund or anything like that. I mean, we collaborate with them a lot. Um, we gave them a lot of, you know, our CARES relief funds that we got in the last round of stimulus money. So, um, you know, they and I was talking with Jack Pepper yesterday and i'm pretty sure they're getting their own chunk of money specifically through the uh, departments of health so well i i wonder because certainly what they've gone through this past year has been far more um i mean there's a cost associated with operating all these clinics and uh, the, the vaccination clinics and the people that have to be on the scene and all of that and you know, these are costs they haven't normally had or haven't had in years, perhaps. But so I was just curious how it's funded. But, um, you know, I don't know if you've had Jack Pepper on or Doc Gaskell, but, you know, we have. But we didn't guys. talk about that. We talked about, you uh-huh. know, the, well, anyway, uh, now that right. things are settling down a little bit, it makes you wonder, well, how is how are all those people working um get this done well yeah what i've heard is that the you know it was it's been a long marathon for them and uh i guess their spirits are are up right now you know because it's a lot well sure you know more sad it's a, there's a status satisfaction with you know doc gaskell um mentioned this to me that you know when the nurses are are giving you these shots they're getting a dopamine hit you know they're feeling good by doing this yes and uh, I think that's the difference at this, this stage of the of the pandemic is that, you know, we're heading in the right direction. We see the, the light at the end of the tunnel and it feels good to be, you know, making concrete action towards the solution. Because, you know, for a while there, obviously, they 
were overwhelmed with contact tracing and mm-hmm. things that I think they probably felt like they couldn't handle. And now they're at this other stage where they're, you know, making a major impact. Well, in somewhere I, I saw the phrase that, um, uh, they've learned some things that um, will help them for the future, uh, innovations, if you will. And yeah. uh, um, I guess I better get Jack in here and talk to him. We we did do this, I don't know, a few months ago, but we need to do it again. Let's let's move I'm ahead. I'm sure that oh, I have a lot to share. You bet. Um, while we're talking about um, that sort of thing, I guess. Uh, Athens, uh, the new EMS station. Um, where, where's um, refresh everybody as it, to where it's located and is it done? Is it underway? Is it you know that sort of thing? Yep. Okay, our old EMS station was on Union Street and it was tucked behind the I think it's the Eagles or the Elks. Yes. Yes. Building over there. Um, so now we're we're down on Kenny Drive, which is a little bit farther down the road, behind UPS. You know where you turn in. For oh UPS. yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Kenny and Drive. And if you look down towards towards the end of the road down there, you'll see a parking lot in our new building. And uh, this is on City of Athens property that they received from TS Tech. TS Tech donated, I think, like thirteen some acres to the city for use in health and safety issues. So the city basically gave us this property to build the EMS station on. And uh, uh, the crews are in the EMS station. We're going to have a grand opening on April 20th, uh, and that's around Earth Day, Mm -hmm. I believe. And... uh, um, going to be at one o'clock and we're going to have like a ribbon cutting ceremony down there the crews and the staff are in there um besides the the athens station we've also consolidated our administrative offices which used to be located in the water and sewer office in the plains and you know we had staff literally in closets packed into that that was like an old bank building i believe okay um you know, so those guys, those ladies and gentlemen were, like I said, very crammed in those quarters with the, the water and sewer office. So now we have an administrative office. We have a training room and a training training area. Um, and then we have the station. So, uh, you know, it's a consolidated facility. It costs $2.3 million to build. We... Um, our contractor was Hoon Incorporated, which is a local contractor. Right. Uh, lots of the local subcontractors. I mean, like the electrical plumbing, all those folks were also local. Um, and then, you know, the building was, was designed to this uh, specification, which you make, you could call a high-performance building, uh, super insulated, energy efficient. Um, that's part of it. It's also got the county's first solar panels hmm. the, for count for Athens County government, um, and and the the 
solar panels are offsetting the energy usage of the building. So the idea is that this is going to be a net zero energy building. And, uh, you know, the walls are like 12 inches thick. The roof, everything is like super insulated, super airtight. We use um, air exchange, uh, which some of that technology was developed right, right here in Athens, Ohio, um, with the uh, Sterling engines. Yes. And let's see, what else? Um, we're in the process of, uh, we're, we're going to try to work with the Athens Photographic Project, which is a local nonprofit. And uh, we're going to try to get some Athens County photos hung up in the building. So we're kind of, we're on the fine tuning of the building right now. We're sure. you know, kind of tweaking some of the mechanicals and making sure everything's running smoothly. And uh, getting ready to have our ribbon cutting ceremony, and uh, in April. yeah, we're really excited about this. Now, um, let's see. There's one other thing I, I think uh, maybe we talked about this once before, but there's a new record center, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So now, out in Gloucester, um, we through the land bank worked a deal where the Dollar General had basically abandoned a property up there and they built another dollar general right down the street. And, uh, so they weren't paying their taxes. And, uh, so the land bank, we sort of got involved and we approached them and we basically were able to get this pretty nice building, um, for free. It's amazing. Um, so in the process of that, we, we stopped using 184 Lancaster street. This is an old job and family services right. place, but also had our record center. Yes. Um, so we're in the we're in the process of selling 184 Lancaster Street. Um, it's going to be a sealed bid. The minimum bid is the auditor's value, which was four hundred and fifty thousand. So that's going to be advertised for the next month. If anybody is interested in purchasing that, you can have a sealed bid it's going to be uh publicized on our website and in the newspaper um so yeah we've got lots of changes going on where we're kind of moving some things around and improving our facilities um we're in the process of getting some new gutters on the sheriff's building um we're tuck pointing the bricks and the stonework on the courthouse soon you know so we're just that's one of the jobs of the commissioners is we take care of the facilities or county government. Now, um, let's see here. So the 184 you're going to sell, the yep. Lancaster Street uh, location. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, well, since you mentioned the land bank, um, mm -hmm. what, what um, explain to people what that's all about. For example, there was a place, um, I live in the city, and um, there was a property that had been um, running down for some period of time. And it didn't make any sense to me why someone didn't step up and say, you got to make this right. It's, it's hurting all the neighborhood. And um, it occurred to me that could have become part of the land bank and maybe make a pocket park or something like that. But the, anyway, 
uh, that's all changed. The, the owners stepped up and things have been fixed. But this whole concept okay. of a county land bank or a city land bank or the, just a land bank, tell us about that. Okay, so there's about, I believe, eight different states that have enacted the land bank, you know, some form of land bank legislation, including, you know, Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, um, New York. Those are just some of the ones I know. Mm-hmm. Um, the primary thing about the land bank is for tax delinquent and abandoned properties. So, you know, those are called blighted properties often. Right. You know, places that have become run down and abandoned and then become health and safety hazards for the communities. In Athens County, for example, we the land bank doesn't do a lot of work in the city of Athens because the city of Athens has a pretty robust code enforcement office. Sure, sure. Um, and so, you know, when, when something starts going off the rails at a property, you know, the city of Athens has, has the resources and the manpower to, you know, address those pretty regular, you know, pretty quickly. Um, most of the work in Athens County for the land bank has been in Trimble Township and also in Nelsonville. Um, we also actually have properties really throughout the county. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had one in the city of Athens, though. Right. Um, so... We have a website. It's AthensCountyLandBank.com, and you can go there. And so we're it's a very interesting structure. It's a quasi-governmental nonprofit. It's it's really weird. It's like it's not county government, but it's um, it's run by county government officials. So right now, Rick Wasserman, the Athens County Treasurer, is the chairperson. This is a very uh, focused on tax delinquency. So the treasurer who collects taxes yep, makes, you know, is obviously a, a major component of the land bank. Makes perfect sense. Um, and and then the structure that that this is set up is, it was is by state state statute. You know what I mean? So every you know the process of a county creating a land bank and and who has to sit on the board of the land bank and such was again at the state level and right now i believe out of the 88 counties in ohio at least 56 of them have land banks um we were i forget we were like number 50 or something and uh we've been around since 2019 and um we've we've really gone through a fair amount of properties already in fact today there are two demolitions happening in the village of Gloucester, I believe at 12 and 14 Maple Street. These properties have been abandoned for 10, 12 years. You know, roof was falling in, walls falling in. Right. You know, it, it was a pl- it was a place where people were going and doing, you know, unhealthy things. It wasn't a, an asset for the community. So what the land bank does is we get – if these were to go to sheriff's sale – Oftentimes they would not sell mm-hmm. because the the tax liability, like on these properties, were in the over ten thousand dollars. And then if you're going to do anything on that property, you're going to have to pretty much demolish the house, which is going to be another, you know, probably like five to ten thousand. 
so that that basically you would go through the sheriff sale process nobody would bid on it then it would go to the auditor sale where it could sell for as little as a dollar and in that situation if you just did it that way what happens is people would buy it for a dollar do nothing with it and the problem would remain there and nothing would change so the land bank we the land bank has a lot of different special powers one of the things that it can do is it can get rid of those old back taxes and then we can um the land bank board actually decides where we how we want to dispose of the property ultimately um so in this situation we're spending our money to demolish these houses, then we, we um, people apply for um, acquiring the properties, and we we look at everybody's um, record. Do they pay their taxes? Do they take care of their properties? Those are some of the things that are you know off the bat. You have to pass that, and then you know we like to hear proposals like what are you going to do with the property right. you know and so we look at what's the best outcome for the communities we do have conversations with the local government so like if we're in the village of Gloucester or the village of Trimble um, or if we're out in the townships you know we, we try to talk to all the stakeholders and you know a lot of times you know this somebody might been have been living next to this kind of dilapidated blighted property for years they make the most sense to get it we don't charge very much we'll charge like 200 bucks sometimes um and that was kind of linked to some of our funding we got previously but you know we the idea is we get these properties cleaned up we get them back on the tax rolls and we try to provide the the highest best outcome for the, the community in general sure i mean i i could ramble on and on but Please check out the website. It's it's a very it's been transforming some of our communities. And the website uh, again, folks, AthensCountyLandBank.com. Correct. All and right. you can find properties on there for sale. Um, you can find our policies and how we operate and all our contact information. In fact, we're having a meeting today at eleven o'clock, and you can zoom into that. Fair enough. Folks, once again, we remind you there's a significant fog in the lower areas of our county. Uh, we've heard of one or two accidents along the way that um, they think were fog-related. Uh, please uh, use those headlights. Um, don't forget to turn them off once you park so your battery's uh, ready later. Um, but be cautious out there. Think about each other and be alert. Our guest this morning, Athens County Commissioner Chris Schmiel. Um, let's see here. I was playing a game with my wife last night while we were waiting for dinner at a restaurant. And it said, would you rather, this is a game called Would You Rather. And it said, would you rather eat only cheese or only meat? And mm. uh, my wife said cheese. And mm. I, I thought of you. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. I'm sorry. I had to say it. All right. Well, it is baby goat season at, at our farm. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting ready to start milking the goats again and making cheese. So, Let me ask, um, when you are at Farmer's Market or when you're just walking down the street or when you're at home and uh, someone calls you, 
How often is it county business that people will speak to you about versus other things? Um, well, you know, it sort of depends, you know, but it, it's really weird having, you know, a business and a, and a you know, a role in local government. I mean, because you can't really – you can't separate those things too easily. I mean, when I'm at the farmer's market, I'm there selling products. Yeah. for my business but you know basically everybody i'm talking to that lives in athens county i work for them you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i i try to you know basically wear both hats in those situations and you know if somebody wants to talk about a concern i'm always wanting to listen and you know serve the people so you know when whatever people want to talk about i'm i'm there to, to listen you know uh right now i've been getting some phone calls from some older folks up in Nelsonville, they're they just uh, they're going through some changes with their waste and recycling pickups, and even though I really can't do anything to help them because that's all you know, Nelsonville City. Sure. Um, I, I like to listen to people, and then you know I may make a phone call to somebody at the city, or you know, to say you know, hey, I've been hearing from Mr. McCombs, who's 85 years old, and you know. I'm sure you have too, and you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. there's there's an unlimited amount of work to do as a you know a county commissioner. Basically, there's always something to work on. Well, I I, rem- I I've not been a county commissioner, but I was on city council for a number of years and council president, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, it seems like people always want to talk, and that's great. A a topic that we've talked about for, it seems like, years, and in fact, I think it has been, the sewer project, the extension of the city sewer out to um, Radford Road, I guess it would be primarily. Um, Mm -hmm. I was driving out to the uh, Albany Cafe for dinner a couple nights ago, and I swear it looks to to me like they're starting. Um, Oh, yeah. They're near, um, I can't remember what business that is, but kind of across from Life Point Church. Uh, there's excavation, and it looks to me like they're starting to tie the, you know, open up the end of the sewer to start connecting to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's underway finally, right? Absolutely. And the yep. projection, field, the timetables for that? I mean, it should be complete in the next two years. Okay. Um, you know we've got it, we've got it broken out into different areas, and uh, we've got three different contractors. The first contractor, Fields Excavating, they have started already, mm-hmm. and the other two, uh, DV Weber and Tam, they'll be starting, I think, in April and May. So there's going to be a lot going on on that side of the count. You know that part of the county. Um, Obviously, this is a, a huge, huge $50 million project, you know. So this is a major infrastructure project. Um, you know, most it seems like most folks in the area are excited about it. Some people aren't, but, you know, I'd say the majority are. And, uh, you know, we've got a great engineer. Uh, Gary Silcott is, uh, you know, our second engineer. He works with Stantec. And, uh, you know, he's done a really good job in, in helping us get a qualifying bid 
And you know what's exciting is these these are local kind of smaller contractors, so that money's going to you know sink into our local economy, and um, you know right. we're going to eliminate this environmental problem that you know some of those older subdivisions with the soils and the septic tanks they just over the years they've sort of you know begun to fail yes there's not a lot of space in some of those areas to put in a a, a septic system that would be you know sufficient with today's standards so that's why this project was needed the the EPA um you know worked with us to get this done the USDA you know we're getting a huge amount of grant dollars. We're also getting, you know, a, a low interest loan to, to help pay for this. So yeah, it's a big deal. Um, uh, okay. There's a, a thing I was looking back through my notes of former shows with you. Um, SOPEC. What is that again? Hmm. Okay. SOPEC, we, are the Southeast Ohio Public Energy Council. Okay. Um, so it's a council of government that, gosh, we started that in, oof, what year was that? 2014, I believe. And uh, it started with the city of Athens, Athens County, the unincorporated areas, and the village of Amesville. Okay. And so it started, these communities voted to uh, start using electrical aggregation. This is for people's electric bills that are with the our utility company, AEP Ohio. For example, I am where I live in Alexander Township, I'm on Buckeye Rural Electric. It's a, an electrical cooperative. I don't participate in this program because it's I'm not on AEP Ohio. So... Um, OPEC, uh, you know, basically we negotiate a rate with a supplier. Our current supplier is AEP Energy. So I know that kind of sounds confusing for some people. AEP Ohio is the utility, which does the distribution and the transmission. AEP Energy is the supplier, so they they get they create the power at different places and, and put it into the grid. So that's all. OPEC does is we help negotiate the supply for the communities that are are in our council. Um, right now, we've got, I think we've got 19 different communities, and we're in, I think, five different counties. So we're in Athens, Hawking, Perry, uh, Meigs, mm-hmm. and Gallia. We're on the verge of getting a new um a new community that's in southwest Ohio. So if this all works out, the um, city of Dayton will be joining wow. OPEC. Now, how does that? How are they joining the Southeast Ohio Public Energy Council? Well, <laughs> we've also recently changed our name a little bit. We're doing business as the Sustainable Ohio Public Energy Council. I so. See. Dayton is very interested in our progressive sort of energy policies that we've worked on. Um, one of those is the uh, Athens City carbon fee, which was voted on by the you know at the ballot passed mm-hmm. by like seventy seven percent. 
So um, SOPEC's been around. We're growing. And, you know, we, we do things like we help. We basically keep our energy dollars in our region, and then we are able to do, you know, use that money to create some jobs. We also, you know, use that money for leverage and other grants. Um, we help do this renewable energy development assistance grant, which is solar assessments for businesses and farms. Um, that's like a $100,000 a year grant. Um, we're, we're really into like the EV chargers. We're trying to get electric vehicle chargers in all of our communities. Um so, I mean, I can continue to ramble about that. or you Well, let me, let me ramble for a minute. Um, okay. The, um, there's a, a fellow I've known for years, and he's uh, assisted me in getting the best rates possible for utilities, okay? His name's Michael Hess. He's in Columbus, and he's an expert at that. Now, recently I got a call from him, and he said, Dave... Do you recall receiving any kind of telephone or anything from a particular company he named? And he said, somehow or other, they've switched you from the company I had you on to somebody else. And your bill is much higher than it should be. And I said, no. I mean, I rely on you. Well, we, we got scammed is what I'm trying to say. And there's been a lot of comments recently about just beware, folks. Be cautious. Make sure you know who you're talking to. You know what I mean? And and can you emphasize that, too? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. The, the devil's in the details of these agreements. And a lot of times people call you up. They're going to offer you this amazing rate. But... You know, unless you ask lots of questions and mm, look at the mm. details of these agreements. And I, I mean, I've had people contact me at the commissioner's office. They try to sell me stuff. I say, can you send me the contract to look at? And they won't even, they're like, no, no, you can't get the contract unless you just agree to our program. And I'm mm. like, well, how can you do that? So, but yes, the scamming happens all the time. Um, we do get a lot of phone calls from residents who, you know, ask us to look at their bill and such. I mean, here's an example where the, uh, the regional food bank up in Logan. Logan is one of our member communities. Sure. Um, the, the regional food bank is owned by HapCap. I actually happen to be on the HapCap board. So I got to looking at their bills. They were paying 10 cents a kilowatt hour, which is like more than double what you would pay if you were just with the utility. Right. And they were a part of a program and they were like, well, we had a great rate. Well, so that's the thing. A lot of times they have this introductory rate and, you know, people kind of fall asleep and don't look at their bills. And then all of a sudden, you know, their rate is not the introductory rate. It's this new rate, which is horrible. So yes, the scamming happens all the time. Um, and that's one of the benefits of SOPEC. We try to, you know, negotiate a good rate with the, our suppliers, our supplier. And, um, you know, we try to take that kind of worry off your back. Um, and, and uh, you know, sure, you might be able to find a better, little bit better rate than us. But 
I think what SOPEC offers at the community level as well, really, you do get the best value when you stick with SOPEC. So let's clarify one point. SOPEC is not just for residents. It also serves businesses and manufacturers and things like that, right? Well, if you get to a certain size, you're not included in the small, in in SOPEC. Um, I get the number, it's like 700 kilowatt hours, 700,000 kilowatt hours or something like that per year. So the bigger places would not be automatically involved in it. Okay. Um, Now, but We're probably the radios, even we, even though our transmitter use transmitters use a good bit of juice, um, my guess is we would fit into the plan, though. Anyway, the point is, uh, yeah. folks, be cautious and pay attention to those bills because somebody, in our case, got us moved without our consent. And yeah, um, they they do it over the phone. They yeah. just you know they say hey you know we can you. We're going to record this so they have proof that you did it. And uh, so, yeah, just just say no to all that stuff, I would. But Yeah. All right. Now, now Dave, go ahead. Quick, have you had have you had a free solar assessment for your business over there? Um, I think we have, but I think it was maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. All right. Um, those are a bit available for businesses and then there's a grant program you know for businesses where you can get 25 percent of a a solar system paid for so that's been a real popular thing for some of the local businesses like all the breweries have um several farms in the area um well if you see somebody that's in that thing uh, tell them to check us out and okay we'll do uh listen um Guysville, I understand yeah. there's a plan for a new river access point, or maybe it's even been, in, um, um, what do you want to call it, uh, installed. Uh, what's what's the story there? Well, it's, it's, it's going to be built this spring. It should be up and running by June 1st. Um, Give us yeah, a general location. Should... Where? It's the, at Savannah Park. Okay. Are you familiar with There's Just, a little park yep. as you turn, I think it's 329. That's, yeah, that 329. Right. And uh, it's a, kind of a sharp turn uh, when you're going through Guysville. It's down on the right. Um, there used to be, there's a lot of history right there. Um, there's an old railroad uh, trussle there. Mm-hmm. Um there's an old mill that used to be there. Uh, it's a really nice spot. So if, if you're into kayaking, which which I am, my family and I, we've, and a lot of people, obviously, with the pandemic, that was like one of those, you know, uh, COVID-friendly uh, activities. A lot of people are buying kayaks, getting out on the river. Invite me um, sometime. I want to try it. Okay. But anyway, okay. so. Do you have, do you? I do not do own you have one. have a kayak? No, sir. Okay. I'd have to borrow right. one to so, try it out. But what we're, what we like to do is put in at 24A, 24. which is if you're going on, you know, down East State Street and you keep going straight, you get out onto 50, it'll be your first turn to your right. Okay. 20, County Road 24A. Uh, 
right there, there's a bridge over the Hocking, and to the left, before you get to the bridge, is the Hocking River Commission little parking owns that space. property, yeah. and that's another river access point. So, okay, you, so you, you show up, uh, load your boat there. Yeah. Now, how do you, you once you, know, you get down river, what happens? How do you get back? Well, you got to have a you got to have another vehicle that I is going to go and park down at Savannah Park. And uh, you know what's nice about Savannah Park is it's also got some playground equipment. It's got a covered um, picnic area. It's got restrooms. So you know that was a really nice ideal spot. We've been working with um, the Rome Township trustees. Uh, Trustee Aaron McVeigh has been mm-hmm. very involved. Um, we worked with the Buckley Group, which is a local engineering firm. Um, Bob Eichenberg, uh, our old planner, is is our interim planner, and he's been we've been very involved. We're also working with the Hocking River Commission. This guy named Dan Imhoff. So we've really we've worked on this design. Um, we think it's going to be a, a successful long term, you know, enhancement to our outdoor recreation assets in the county. You bet. Well, while we're talking about that sort of thing, Bailey's Trail, I keep hearing about it and hearing about it. Is it happening or not? Oh, it, yeah, it's definitely happening. Okay, there's but there's, been, there's been some opposition along the way, right? Yeah, there's some people that haven't, you know, supported it as fully as other people. Okay. Um, you know, but there is 26 miles that are created um it's you, again a great website would be the bailey's trail system dot i think let me see which it's if you look up bailey's trail system um this is wayne national forest property the wayne has yeah. been a big partner in this obviously the athens uh bicycle club so local bike enthusiasts um, well, I, I, have a, tri- I have a neighbor florenz plasman he's also the Dean of Arts and Sciences at the university, but he is a trail nut, um, walking though, and uh, he speaks so highly of it, um, and and he knows all the trails around here, and he's only lived here a year and a half or so, but um, right, um, he's he's just yeah, every you day. Can, you can walk on the trails at the Bailey's. Um, so we, there's a trailhead in the village of Chansey, and uh, you go out to Chansey, which is, you know, believe it or not, people from Athens don't necessarily get to Chansey very much, but this is a reason to go to Chansey. <laughs> um, you go, you turn left on West Bailey Road, mm-hmm. go over some railroad tracks, and there's an entrance to the park, um, and that's the what they call the easy access to the to the trails so there's a nice level uh, gravel um portion and then you get into the the more like hilly yeah. uh, mountain biking parts um there's also a trailhead that's being built right now in doneville which is in york township south of nelsonville so um eventually there's going to be a trailhead in Booktel as well and eventually, it's going to be 88 miles of trails. Right now, it's 26 miles. Um, what's exciting about this is there's a lot of businesses um, 
developing because of of this trail system. There's uh, several um, vacation rental businesses. Um, one's called Bailey Base Camp. Um, one's called the Bailey Rentals or something. You know what I mean? So there's sure. people spending money, investing in these uh, in properties, developing these, you know, like an Airbnb style type of facilities, little cabins. Mm-hmm. I know one of the people is going to be doing um, uh, shipping containers, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. That's kind of popular nowadays. And then, you know, there's just a lot of business excitement and development in the village of Chansey, you know, and, and Chansey is an old coal town that has, you know, struggled for a long time. And this is sort of like a shot in the arm. Uh, a needed shot in the arm for, for Chansey. Um, there's this new cafe. There's, uh, you know, the property values are, are going up dramatically in Chansey. A house that used to sell for 20000 they're selling for 100000 now. Um, so Well, now, I think wait a minute. Really... Let's, let's, there's a, a new project for Chansey. Um, Chansey, there's like, Four communities in southeast Ohio that yeah. have been yep. selected. Yep. Now, speak and to that for a minute. That's a, that's a planning grant. That the, So the new mayor of Chansey, her name is Amy Renner, yep. and I think she's really a hardworking mayor, and she's really trying to tackle some of the big challenges, one of which for the village of Chansey is the National Flood Insurance Program. Back in the day, previous mayors and council decided that they didn't want to maybe follow some of the rules about the flooding, <laughs> and they got removed yeah. from the National Flood Insurance Program, which then creates a huge amount of burden on the on the, the people who live there because they uh, can't get flood insurance. Uh, and if they can't get flood insurance, it's hard for them to get a mortgage. Right. So it's been a huge challenge. They're in the process of getting back into that program. So that's part of their planning grant that they got with the Southeast Ohio Jobs. Um, and then there's just you know this discussion about how does how does Chansey become a trail town? Um, Rural Action wrote a grant called Trail Towns to the Appalachian Regional Commission. And they received that. They've got a lot of different partners. Um, and that's sort of what, you know, Chansey's trying to do is uh, create a new identity for itself, kind of based around this Bailey's trail trail system. Neat. And if you haven't been out there, go out there for a walk. It's, it's They've done a great job. I started out hiking it, but as soon as you get on a bike on it, it's amazing because the way it's designed, they call it, it's mountain bike optimized. And it's it's like you're on a roller coaster or something. It's just it's like you're zooming through the woods on a roller coaster, but you're on your bike, and it's so much fun. The only problem is you have to get up a hill in order to go down a hill, and um... you do. <laughs> but, you know these these mountain bikes that they have nowadays. They have all yeah. these gears. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. And it's it's really not that hard. And uh, Oh, I, I know, repair bikes for my neighborhood, all the kids and everything, and I, I know what you're talking about, and it's not as bad as I'm making it out. Listen, um, let's let's talk about, um, let's see now, let's see, what was it? 
Page a lost, right? Page was the head of our Athens County Convention and Visitors Bureau for a number of years. Um, now, she's moved on, and we have a new director, right? Yes, Boone Troyer. Okay. I'm not sure I know that person. Um, Do you need to get Boone on the radio? Okay. I think I think I maybe sent an email for you and Boone. Um, you need to get him on there. He's a great guy. Okay. And, um, okay, I'm, I was writing. Okay, now another thing. Let's see, Athens County Economic Development Council. Um, yep. You got a you new got person there, too, right? That's right, right? Molly Fitzgerald. Um, she was the assistant director, but now she's the new director. Sarah Mars Maxfield relocated to Florida because her husband's job did. Um, so Molly's up, and we, she has a new uh, assistant. Her name's Kate. And, uh, yeah, Molly's working really hard all over the county trying to help with economic development. Have you had her on yet? Um, I'm, I, I wish my memory was better. Um, I'll have to look through our list of who's been on. But um, both these names are familiar to me, Boone and Molly. I'll double check. Um, then the last topic I have, and we have like one minute left, age-friendly Athens County. Yep. It's a program that's sponsored by the AARP with the, I forget what that's, retired people yep. group. Um, but basically the concept is how do we make Athens County a place for people that would they'd want to retire here? Um, it's, it's divided up into these different, they call them domains. Some of the domains are like um, medical services, some are housing, mm-hmm. transportation, social inclusion. Um, we have a sustainability one. Um, so there's eight different uh, domains. We're looking for people to get involved. Um, Who should, I know that if someone is interested, we're really short on time. If someone is interested, who should they contact to let them know where they'd like to participate? You could just give me a call, okay. um, 740-698-6060, or send me an email at cchmiel at athensoh.org. Um, and, and I can get it. you hooked up. Chris, as always, it's a pleasure. We'll keep it up and do a monthly update. And uh, Thanks, Dave. Hang in there and go get the goats. Okay. In our 71st year of okay. service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Police in Georgia have detained a 21-year-old white man in a series of shootings at spas near Atlanta that left at least eight people dead, six of them Asian. Cherokee County Sheriff Frank Reynolds tells WSV Radio. Our detectives went down and interviewed the suspect last night in Crisp County. Uh, He made a full confession. The motive may not be what everybody 
thinks it may be. One group says incidents of white supremacist propaganda have hit a record high. The ADL's Oren Siegel says messages targeting Jews, blacks, ethnic minorities, Muslims, non-white immigrants, or LGBTQ people nearly doubled this past year. We saw over 5,000 cases of some of the most vile white supremacist narratives and ideas be circulated in the public sphere. He says the groups often mingle their messages with patriotic mottos in a bid to reel in new recruits. Vicki Barker, CBS News. President Biden is defending policy at the southern border that's allowed hundreds of migrant children to crowd into processing centers. He tells ABC. To repeat what Trump did, take them from their mothers, to move them away, hold them in cells, etc. We're not doing that. So what we're doing is provide for enough safe facilities. Many of the children will be moved into shelters today. Mr. Biden says his message to other migrants is don't come. A shot in the arm for AstraZeneca's COVID shot from the World Health Organization. Despite reports of possible links to blood clots, the group has just said the benefits outweigh the risks and recommends vaccinations continue. Many EU countries have suspended them. Today, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced he would get the AstraZeneca shot. They're bracing for nasty weather across the Mid-South. Albert Jones heads up emergency management in Madison County, Mississippi. Looking at strong wind, baseball-sized hail, we can't rule out any tornadoes, so that's what we are as of now. Matthew McConaughey is hosting a virtual benefit Sunday to help his home state of Texas recover after last month's devastating winter storm. The actor tells CBS this morning. I get on the phone and in 30 seconds, every performer, every Texas business, every sports star is like, yes, what do you need me to do? Tell me when and where I'm in. Among the performers will take part Casey Musgraves, Kelly Clarkson and Willie Nelson. In New York City, his a St. Patrick's Day service at St. Patrick's Cathedral. The city's famous parade is being replaced with virtual events. President Biden attended a church service in Wilmington, Delaware this morning. The Dow is up 63 points in early trading. The S&P is down 16. This is CBS News. Indeed believes less is more. Indeed's Instant Match instantly searches its database of millions of resumes, delivering candidates who best fit your job description. More at Indeed.com slash credit. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLS consumer access number 33. Starting route. Your destination is 0.1 miles away. If you drive in less than... Feet, turn left. You have arrived at your destination. <clears throat> if you drive less than 25 miles a day, you could be paying less every day with pay-per-mile car insurance from Allstate. You get the same reliable coverage and hands-on expertise you'd expect from Allstate, but now at a price that's tailored to the miles you drive. Call your local Allstate agent and start paying what's right for you. Includes a daily rate. Prices vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Not applicable in California. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates. A famous New York Yankee fan is buying into the competition. LeBron James is becoming part owner of baseball's Boston Red Sox. It gives me and, 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 and people that look like me hope and inspiration that they can be um, in a position like that as well. LeBron and his business partner have taken an ownership stake in the Fenway Sports Group, but long term, he wants to take ownership in his own sports. My goal is to own an NBA franchise and... Um, 
It'll be sooner than later. He's now 36, and NBA ownership will have to wait till after he retires. Steve Kathan, CBS News. The CDC is advising St. Pat's Day 